Hello, and welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, where the spiritual and physical glow up happens. My name is Jasmine, and I am a certified life coach, podcast host, and lifestyle and wellness enthusiast. As your go-to gal for all things glow, I help women to cultivate a high-vibe mindset, create abundance, practice self-love, and manifest the reality of their dreams by sharing my wellness and lifestyle tips and secrets to living my best glow life. If you are a modern-day spiritual woman, then this is the podcast for you. And if you're ready to embrace all the high vibes and glow like never before, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. I hope you're all doing amazing. I'm so happy to be recording another episode again for you girls. I want to go ahead and get straight into today's episode. It is a girl talk chit chat style episode. So in today's episode, I'm talking to you girls about how I've been getting my life together, getting my shit together, and how I've been romanticizing my life even more so that I can truly fall in love with the life that I'm living and how you girls can do the same. So I'm going to be sharing my little tips and tricks that I've been doing these last few weeks and how I've honestly overcome some struggles that I've experienced these last few weeks. I wanted to share that with you girls because I'm all about sharing the good and the bad, being real and authentic, and not everything is 100% perfect all the time, and I never want to portray my life to be that way because it certainly isn't and I think it's just helpful to show the good and the bad because I know it can help someone else who may be going through the same thing so that's kind of what this episode is all about so let's just go ahead and get into it All right, first and foremost, I want to say happy Virgo season. So for those of you who may not be too familiar with astrology, Virgo season started on August 22nd, and it is pretty much the season of self-improvement, healing, health, wellness. The theme for Virgo is all about reorganizing and planning and becoming disciplined and getting your shit together, which is very, very fitting to what I'm talking about in today's episode. So I wanted to share a quick quote from an astrologer that I follow. Her at on Instagram is Soulshine Astrology. So if you're interested in learning more, like definitely give her a follow because she's so informative. But she has a quote that says, Virgo season invites us to be discerning when it comes to work, projects, and it also invites us to take better care of our bodies through exercise, nutrition, and other healing modalities so that we can thrive without burning out. So like I said, this Virgo season is so fitting to the topic of this episode, and I'm just sharing all of this because I I find it extremely fascinating how in tune we can be with the cosmos and the universe without even realizing it. So as you know, as you'll hear in today's episode, I started attempting to get my shit together before I even realized Virgo season was approaching and then I realized it was here and what the theme was all about and I was just like I felt so aligned and on the right path and like this is exactly what I need to be doing right now. Anyways, I digress. So before I get into how I've been getting my life together and how I'm romanticizing my life and really falling in love with my life, I first wanted to update you girls on the last few weeks because it all is relevant to why I'm getting my life together. Like I said, I want to share the good and the bad. If I'm quite frank, these last few weeks have been really, really difficult for me mentally emotionally, spiritually, physically. These last few weeks, I have 
low-key went back into a little depression i do not use that word lightly just a little background information my depression was at its worst um, around high school and even after high school like like all of my 20s i feel my depression has kind of come in and out of my life there have been seasons in my life where i struggled with it so much where it was affecting my everyday life like i would quit jobs so frequently because of my depression or i wouldn't keep in contact with friends or i would go weeks without seeing anyone or like talking to anyone and it was just really really bad since maybe last year or so i've really gotten a hold of my depression i've really been able to control it or like manage it without medication or without it affecting my life the way that it has in the past and i'm really really proud of that however i i will say that these last few weeks i i felt my depression slowly start creeping back and affecting me in ways that it used to where i couldn't get out of bed like to do anything like not even brush my teeth shower eat and that's when i know it's bad for me yeah so i was kind of in a weird funk i was kind of in that space where i felt it was coming back and i got really really scared because i know what my depression can do to me i know how bad it can get for me and i was really scared to go back into that dark space and i am obviously not a therapist my suggestion to anyone who may deal with depression from time to time or whatever the case is always always seek professional help but anyways so yeah these last few weeks felt my depression coming back i got really scared that i was gonna go back into a deep dark hole like i once was so i've just been focusing on kind of getting myself back to somewhat normal and i'm not 100 my best self but i'm definitely a lot better than what i was feeling these last few weeks that's kind of what i've been dealing with these last few weeks and after i had this little breakdown well it wasn't a little breakdown but whatever after i had this breakdown i took a step back i assessed the situation i noted the things that were in my control the things that were not in my control and i went from there which i will get into in a bit but that's what's been happening and now i'm in a state of getting my shit together overcoming this funk that i was in and like i said i'm not 100 my best self yet but i am in a much better space than i was before and i just wanted to share the little things that i've been doing to get over this funk get my life back together and just feel okay this isn't necessarily a how-to guide to getting your life together this is just what i've been doing and the first thing that i needed to do to like start attempting to get my life together was being honest with myself about the current circumstances in my life and what i was doing to contribute to it so there were things that i wasn't doing that were in my control and then there were things that i was dealing with that weren't in my control and i had to be really really honest with myself about the things that i was contributing to me feeling this way and not feeling my best self those things were not keeping up with my spiritual practice not working out eating shitty or spending too much time on social media or not allowing myself to truly rest when i needed to and not doing like my morning and evening routines and just not keeping up with the things that i know make me feel my absolute best so once i had that conversation with myself and i was like okay jasmine like 
this is your situation right now but it some of it is your fault and i think that is a really important characteristic to have so easy to just blame everything else on your problems and not acknowledge what you have been doing to contribute to your problems because i could have easily just blamed it on the pandemic i could have blamed it on the fact that um my ac was out during a heat wave i could have blamed it on the fact that my job has been so back and forth with what we're doing at work to our you know everything because of the pandemic i could have blamed it on all of those things and completely ignored the fact that i've been contributing in my own ways if you want to get your life together make changes do better the first thing you need to do is be honest with yourself and how you've been contributing to your own problems and have accountability so once i had that conversation i then made a list of the things that were in my control and the things that were out of my control and i just feel like making this list helped to clarify for me and make it more simple for me to understand and see okay this is what i can control right now and this is what i can't control that i have to just come to terms with or not worry about for this moment and i highly suggest doing this with anything like if you feel overwhelmed if you feel all over the place or if you feel ungrounded make a list of the things that you can control and the things that you cannot control that you're dealing with right now and i promise like just making that list will ease your sense of overwhelm and then i actually made a get my life together list which is such a virgo thing to do i actually sent this list to my friend who is a virgo and i told her i felt like a virgo doing this but anyways that's just a little side story so once i pretty much recognized the things that i could control and the things that i couldn't control i then focused on the things that i could control and on this get my life together list i wrote on there some things let me see some things that i wrote on there are to take a break from creating content commit to my morning and evening routines drink more water have a clean space read journal and reflect cook more get back into therapy move my body be creative for the fun of it limit social media time and those are just some things that i wrote on my get my life together list and so okay i did that i made my list and then what i did is i allowed myself to truly rest and recover and i mean actually rest and do nothing so something this breakdown that i had made me realize is about myself is that i tend to experience extreme highs and extreme lows and what i mean by that is i will have weeks where i'm super super high in terms of like my energy and i'm super productive and i feel extremely on top of my shit and like i have my life together and then i will have weeks where i feel extremely shitty i feel like giving up on my dreams and my plans and i don't want to get out of bed i don't want to work out i don't want to do anything and while i do believe that in life we need to experience both the good and the bad and life is all about balance and it's not just about only experiencing good things because that's not truly possible at the same time i don't want to experience these things in such extreme ways because that for me to me that doesn't seem healthy and what i realized was that the reason why i've been constantly experiencing the experiencing these high highs and these low lows is because i 
haven't truly in the past at least allowed myself to rest relax and recover the way that my body and soul needs to so what i've done in the past is i would give myself like a rest day quote unquote rest day but i wasn't really ever resting um my rest days would look like me maybe not waking up as early but i would still throughout my day be doing some form of work whether it was planning content or replying to emails or clearing out my inbox or being on social media i was still doing some form of work where my mind was stimulated and i was doing you know something and i think me doing that was because i just wanted to say that i was allowing myself to rest so that i could go back and get to work because confessions of a workaholic here so yeah i wasn't really allowing myself to rest my mind was still being stimulated i was still on my phone i was still doing something and i've just come to the realization that if i want to stop experiencing these extreme highs and extreme lows i have to actually rest and relax and do nothing anything but work whether it's just staying in bed having a no phone day spending time with my family or whatever like i have to have to have make time to do absolutely nothing and this is something that's a work in progress it's something that i have to be mindful of but this mental breakdown made me realize why i was experiencing these highs and these lows and the things that i've been doing wrong and sometimes it takes something this extreme to make you realize what you're doing wrong in your own life and that's okay i spent a good week last week actually doing absolutely nothing i deleted my social media i didn't do one thing of work you guys and i'm so proud of myself like i did not open my email i rarely opened my laptop last week i didn't do anything work related and i just rested i watched some netflix netflix i did some diy projects i cooked some delicious food i created some nostalgic playlists that i absolutely love i also rearranged my apartment i went thrifting i spent time with my family and honestly it just felt really really good to do things just for the pure enjoyment of it so after my week of rest i felt more ready to get started on like getting my life together and kind of and begin implementing the things that i wrote down on my list so so i reviewed my list and i picked two to three things that i wanted to begin working on and i felt i needed to first get grounded and get my mind right so what i decided to do was i booked a new therapist and i began getting back on my morning and evening routine and honestly doing these three simple things that require very minimal effort for me has made such a a huge difference in how I feel and my mental state and everything already. So this is a big tip that I have for anyone who's maybe trying to get your life together or you're trying to get out of a funk is focus on two to three things that you could do for a week instead of trying to implement 50 new things that you weren't doing the week before because you will overwhelm yourself and you will fail if you try and do 50 things that you weren't previously doing. I have made this mistake in the past and then I wonder why did I fail doing all of these 50 things when in reality that's not very practical so instead of overwhelming yourself with all of the things you need to do focus on two to three tasks for the week and then 
the following week add on to that so as i said my focus for this last week was stay off social media book a new therapist and and focus on on practicing my morning and evening routine more so this week my focus is still my morning evening routine um, having my first therapy session and in addition to that i'm now adding working out three to four times this week and consciously creating and being more mindful with everything these are my intentions or things that i'm doing this week to get my life together and i feel really good about these tasks that i have set for myself i don't feel overwhelmed i don't feel like it's too much on my plate i feel like these are simple tasks that i can work on every single day and after this week i will reassess feel where i'm at maybe i'll feel like for the next week I don't want to add anything more to my plate or maybe I will feel like I can add a few more things and so my plan is to slowly implement or do all of the things that I have on my get my life together list until I feel at my 100% best so I feel like I'm off at a pretty good start I'm not putting pressure on myself I'm putting my mental health my emotional health before anything so I'm not really concerned about checking off you know a box on my to-do list i'm more focused on how i'm feeling and that's super super important for me to do because i'm sure many of you can relate like we can get so caught up in the rat race and checking things off the to-do list that we neglect ourselves but that's not what i'm trying to do here i'm just trying to slowly get myself at my 100 percent best in a conscious and intentional way those are the things that I've been doing. Um, another thing I wanted to add is rely on a good support system. So this is something that I've had a lot of trouble with in the past. I'm the type of, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I'm the type of person when I'm going through something or I'm in a funk, I like to retreat back to myself. I am like a crab who goes in their shell and I don't like to come out. I don't like to talk to anybody about my problems. I don't like to bother anyone. I don't want advice. I don't want to talk to anyone. But at the same time, that can also be extremely unhealthy when you are in your own thoughts and your thoughts are not the most positive at the moment. So this time around, I made the effort on reaching out to my support system, which is my boyfriend and some of my friends, and just letting them know what's going on with me, what I'm feeling, and that way they're aware and they don't think that I'm neglecting them or that I don't care about them because that's also been a problem in the past. Um, For example, my friend wanted to hang out last week yeah last friday and i was honest with her and i said i would love to hang out with you but this is what i'm going through i'm feeling really down my depression is slightly coming back and i don't want to make a commitment that i don't know i can keep and she took it so well she was so so supportive she was there for me she was like take the time you need don't feel pressured to hang out if you're not ready to and she you know gave me resources on how to feel better and it just felt really really good to have a support system to lean on and i know that's something that people like myself who are extremely self-reliant and independent can struggle with we feel or we think that we need to have it all figured out on our own or like we don't want to bother other people like we don't want to seem like a burden but the thing is 
we're human you know sometimes we need other people to pick us up when we can't pick ourselves up and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not relying heavily on other people to always make you feel better you know it's important to have that balance between relying on yourself and being self-reliant and independent but also allowing yourself to get help and allowing others to support you when maybe you can't support yourself so that was something that I did differently this time around and honestly if it wasn't for my support system that I have I think that my little meltdown or my my little funk that I was in probably would have gotten worse like it did in the like it used to in the past but I'm really grateful and proud of myself that I was able to reach out for help and allow myself to be supported so that's a really important thing that I want to note for anyone who may be in their own funk or feel like you know you're going through your own thing do not be afraid to reach out for help it doesn't make you weak and it doesn't make you annoying or a burden the right people will be there for you through your worst times and the best of times so but anyways that's what i've been doing that's what's been going on and how i've been trying to get my life together and the things that i've been doing so far they seem so minimal but have honestly made a tremendous tremendous difference in my attitude and how i feel and i the saying is so true that our life is made up of the little habits we do every single day i know that i had to have this breakdown to help me recognize the unhealthy things that i've been doing and the changes that i needed to make and now that i've recognized them i'm now making the changes necessary and another thing i want to note and something i've been reminding myself is that it's okay to not be 100% your best self all the time and it's important to acknowledge the efforts you make every single day and there's this quote that I absolutely love and it has been my mantra these last few weeks which is be enough for yourself first the rest of the world can wait Um, so whether all you can accomplish today is brushing your teeth and taking a shower congratulate yourself for that because there are moments or times in your life where even doing that is a struggle so if one day that's all you can do be proud of yourself for that and acknowledge the little efforts you are making every single day all right so that is that on how i've been managing these last few weeks how i'm trying to get my life together and since we're on the topic of getting lives together i wanted to share something i've been doing unintentionally for a long time but more recently intentionally and that is romanticizing my life so you may have heard this term romanticizing your life but for those of you who don't know what this means romanticizing your life means falling in love with your life pretty much so romanticizing according to the dictionary is to think about or describe something as being better or more attractive or interesting than it really is to show describe or think about something in a romantic way so why have i been romanticizing my life what what is going on here so the reason why I've been more intentional about romanticizing my life and I didn't even realize this is what I've been doing for a long time is because I like to think of our lives as a movie. We are the main characters of our own individual movie and we get to decide the genre of our movie, the script, the direction our movie is going in and 
why not make our life slash our movie one that we absolutely love and are in love with and i think by romanticizing our own lives it stops us from comparing our lives to others and to think that other people people's lives are better than ours and i just find that since i've been more intentional about romanticizing my life falling in love with my everyday life even the days that are super basic nothing quote-unquote interesting happens i have made even the most mundane days the most beautiful and like magical days to me we only have this life to live so why wouldn't we want to make it the most best magical like beautiful life ever you know so how i've been doing this and this is like i said this is something that i've been doing unintentionally for the last few years until i found this term and i realized what i was doing you know so the first thing you need to do if you want to romanticize your life fall in love with the life that you're living is to one be mindful of everything so as i mentioned earlier i said that one of the things that i'm implementing this week is being mindful when i'm working i'm focused on that thing when i'm cooking i'm focused on that thing when i'm working out i'm focused on that thing when i'm having a conversation with a friend i'm focused on that conversation and i think just by being mindful it changes your experiences it allows you to be um more present and when you're more present you're able to truly enjoy the moment that you are experiencing like have you ever been in a situation let's say a concert for example have you ever i know most of us have not been to a concert in a while but have you ever been at a concert and you were so busy maybe recording posting on instagram posting on snapchat or like finding the perfect filter finding the perfect quote to post on your story or whatever like being so focused on that that you totally miss out what's going on around you and it's not until after you leave the concert that you wished you would have been more present and more mindful throughout the concert you know like yes you have the videos but you were so focused on recording the video that you weren't really present in like what was happening i think that many of us have those type of moments where we wished that we could have been more present or mindful in the past so in order to eliminate that like regret focus on being mindful with everything that you're doing um, in that moment and my next tip for romanticizing your life is to make everything a vibe and a mood i think it was in one of my youtube videos on like self-care i talk about how when i do my self-care routine i make it a vibe and that's a perfect example of me not realizing that i was romanticizing my self-care routine so what i mean by that is when i do my skincare routine i make it a whole like experience you know when you go get a facial they have the music playing it's a very calming environment maybe there's a diffuser going on your esthetician if she's a great esthetician she's very um thorough in everything that she's doing and it's a whole experience i like to experience those type of moments with everything in my life so when i'm doing my skincare routine for example i will have calming music playing in the background i will have my diffuser going off i will be super thorough in my skincare routine and do everything that i need to do and i will do it mindfully i will massage my face i will 
be super intentional with everything that I'm doing and it will put me in like an amazing relaxed mood same thing when I'm doing my morning routine I will make sure I'm I set up my space so that I'm comfortable and that I have everything like with me so I have my journal set up I have my crystals I have my music playing in the background I have some sage going off and it's just a whole experience that's so enjoyable for me whatever you do in life whether it's getting ready working out going to work on your commute at work at home cleaning laundry make everything a vibe put music on that makes you feel good have some great smelling like essential oils going off it is in your control to make every experience as enjoyable and luxurious as possible so that's something that i've been doing super intentionally like with every single thing and it has honestly improved my like everyday experience so much my next tip in order to romanticize your life is kind of a two-in-one and it is to surround yourself with beauty and create your space to your liking so as i said i spent this last week literally rearranging my apartment i have my apartment set up so beautifully in a way that inspires me and makes me feel good i only have things out that i love and that bring me good energy pretty much and i think it's so important that we surround ourselves with beauty all the time so i will have like my nice perfumes displayed out in my bathroom and i'll have like the ugly stuff i guess you could say put away or i'll have my jewelry displayed nicely i'll have spatula and oils in my kitchen displayed nicely i have everything in my apartment displayed in a way that makes me feel good about my space and that inspires me and i think it's so important that we do that because our space affects us in so many ways than we know and especially during these times when we're being forced at, to be at home i think it's so important to create a space that inspires us that makes us feel good and to surround ourselves with beauty whatever that means for you whether it's fresh flowers or candles or a certain color palette certain material whatever that is for you be intentional about surrounding yourself with those things and my next tip is to have a soundtrack to your life so if you think about it movies tend to have soundtracks you know and i think it's important that we incorporate this into our own lives so what is the soundtrack to your life what would you what would you like the soundtrack to your life to be and i think this is just like a fun creative thing to do on your downtime you know put together a playlist that brings out the emotions that you wish to experience in your everyday life and along with that is my next tip which is to choose your dialogue so what i mean by that is again when you watch a movie every genre or movie has a certain dialogue you know some movies are more comedic some are dry humor some are romantics you know all the genres of movies right and certain genres have certain dialogues so decide what dialogue you would like your life to be and be intentional about using certain words that are in alignment to the dialogue that you wish to speak in your life so for me the dialogue that i wish to speak into my life is one of opulence of luxury of feminine energy very calm so i try and be mindful of using words that evoke that energy so and my next tip to in romanticizing your life is to capture the beautiful moments in your life but 
mindfully so what I've been doing is I've been taking lots of pictures of little beautiful moments in my life whether it's the cup of coffee that I'm having how my room looks at a certain time in the day with the sunlight hitting or maybe a picture of the sunset or the food that I'm eating maybe it's beautifully displayed and it just looks really good I will take pictures of it and then I will put my phone down. I've been really good at this since I deleted my social media last week. What I do is I take pictures and then I put my phone down and then I'll post later. And I think this is such a great hack for managing social media and still being present, you know, in your life is whatever you take a picture of, of, you don't need to post it right then and there. One of my biggest pet peeves is like if I'm with someone and let's say they take a picture of something and then they spend like 10, 20 minutes trying to find the right filter, trying to find the right caption, trying to like make it all cute and stuff. I get it. Trust me. Like I love creating a great Instagram story and using the right filters and like making it really pretty but i make sure to do that when i'm alone not when i'm in the presence of someone else or when i'm doing something of importance so like if i'm having dinner with a friend i will take a picture of maybe her or our drinks or our food but i will save it and then i will post it later when i'm no longer having dinner with her because i, I just think it's really rude to do that and i think when you do do that you are missing the moment and like i said we want to be mindful of everything so that's a great hack is to take beautiful pictures of everything but mindfully and the reason why i feel like it's important to take beautiful pictures is because yes we will have it in our memory but for me i love looking back at beautiful moments in my life and the memories and feelings that the picture might evoke out of me and i love creating like a collage or a video of all the beautiful moments in my past like as a therapeutic outlet i just that's like fun for me um but i just think it's so nice to have those memories um but i just think it's important that we do it mindfully my next tip in romanticizing your life is to express gratitude and truly feel into that a great example of this is um last week i realized how grateful I am for the relationships that I have in my life with my partner and with my friends and I realized how the relationships that I have with them are relationships that I once dreamed about you know I used to write to God about having the partner that I have now and having the friends that I have now and I have it now and I I expressed my gratitude for having these relationships in my life now and I truly truly felt into having this because I remember a time when I didn't have these relationships and I felt so alone and remembering what it felt like to be without has really helped me to feel so grateful for them now and expressing my gratitude to them and i think expressing your gratitude especially to other people is such a beautiful thing it's something that we don't do enough and life is so short if anything this pandemic or 2020 has taught us is that life is so short and, and we never know what's going to happen tomorrow and it's important that we express our gratitude and love to the people in our lives while they are here um and that goes for anything else in your life, you know, jobs, money, the things in your, like the physical things in your life, maybe the mindset that you have, express gratitude and feel, truly, truly feel it. 
like when i say feel like truly feel it feel it until you want to cry out of pure happiness and joy like that's the that's the level i try to try to be at and the next few tips i have for romanticizing your life is to try new things explore your options if you have the freedom to explore to try new things to make mistakes do it i feel so lucky to be the age that i'm at i don't have any big responsibilities you know other than bills and rent i can literally do whatever the fuck i want whenever i want no responsibilities um or no big responsibilities and i feel like it would be a disservice to not take advantage of all the options and freedom that i have now if you are in a position where you don't have that take full advantage of it and then my last tip for romanticizing your life is to be extra be extra with every single thing that you do so a a great example of how i'm extra is like when i set up dinner for myself even if it's just me eating dinner i will still make my dinner plate super beautiful i will like garnish it really pretty i will set up my dinner table really pretty have some fresh flowers a candle i will make everything an experience like i'm not kidding when i say that um so be extra with everything whether it's being extra in how you dress or how you order your coffee or how you talk how you do your hair how you you know do anything be extra like do the most um live your life to the fullest like don't worry about the opinions of others or if they feel like you're doing the most it's your life and you get to do whatever you want with it if you want to post like 10 selfies on instagram because you just that's how you're feeling then you do that don't worry about um people thinking you're conceited or people thinking whatever because people are going to think whatever they want about you in your life regardless so why not be extra about it and live your life on your terms the way that you want to and in a way that makes you fall in absolute love with your life those are just my quick little tips on how i've been romanticizing my life and i have to say that since being more intentional about falling in love with my life i have felt this new sense of gratitude that i've never felt before for my life and for the little things like i feel so much gratitude just to look at the sunrise every single morning and i just love the little things that make me so happy and like i said we are the main characters in our own lives so why not make our lives one that we absolutely are in love with yeah that is all i have to say for this episode i hope you enjoyed and until next time remember to just glow with it